Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, law of attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining me for another one of my episodes today. So today is all about miracles and this is something I felt really cool to talk about over the last week, over on my Instagram, on my blog. So I'm like, yeah, let's bring a whole podcast episode. This will be so much fun. So we're going to be talking all things miracles, miracle mindset and how you can be a magnet to miracles queen. So miracles are all around us, right? We have experienced miracles throughout all of our life, essentially, and probably even way before our law of attraction awakening or journey began. And yeah, I guess like when we really think about what miracles are and you know, what we identify or recognize as a miracle, we can really then from that point start to see those miracles in our life. And I think a lot of people maybe assume that a miracle is some massive, big, life-changing, life-altering thing. But when we can actually get into the mindset of miracles, of attracting miracles and becoming a miracle magnet, you realise that miracles have always been there and miracles are always available. And it's really just how we view things, which is the miracle in itself. So about, gosh, two, three, is it two, is it three? I think it might even be three years ago. I read A Course in Miracles. Now, A Course in Miracles <laughs> is a, a Bible in itself, i.e. it's like that big and the paper's like very Bible-esque paper. And I was like, what have I picked up here? And I really wanted to read it because so many people have, like Gabby Bernstein, Marianne Williamson, they've always quoted A Course in Miracles throughout their work and throughout my time 
being a spiritual person since I've read that book. So I was like, what is this Course in Miracles? I want to read it and I want to learn it. Um, so after about a month, maybe not even that, I reckon it was about three weeks of trying to read A Course in Miracles, I very much realised that I wasn't going to get on with that book, not because there's anything wrong with it, but it's just very much written like old school and it's very much written in a way where like you've really got to think. And you know those books sometimes, like there's some books that like I absolutely class mine as this. You pick it up and you're like, this is such an easy read. It's just so digestible, so easy to understand, to the point, direct, jobs are good in. Um, and then you have those other books and I definitely classify Marianne Williamson's book in this, A Return to Love, because like that's one of my favourite books. Um, which does quote A Course in Miracles a lot in there. And that one, you really have to think when you read it, you really have to like digest each word. And, you know, it's a very sort of like academia kind of thinking book, as I call them. Um, whereas mine are definitely not like that. And I'm happy they're not like that because for me, I love easy reads where you can just, you know, really sort of out there concepts are made really digestible and just really easy to follow, right? So, a Course in Miracles is definitely on the harder to read end of the scale, 100%. So I actually ended up getting A Course in Miracles Made Easy by Alan, oh God, what's his name? I think it's Alan Cohen for off the top of my head, but it's called A Course in Miracles Made Easy. And this was so much easier to understand. It was so much more modern, up to date, even though it was written quite a few years ago now, it was just so much easier to understand from his perspective. So I really loved and enjoyed reading that book. Then I read um, Marianne, well, I've read Gabby's work for years, as you guys know, and then I read um, Marianne Williamson's A Return to Love, which again, helped me understand the concepts of A Course in Miracles um, and just really helped me to understand it in a much more modern way, I would say, in a much more modern, young way where it was relatable as well. So I'm not going to bang on too much about A Course in Miracles. One, because I don't know, well, although I've read all these books, um, it's not something I actively teach in my work for a few reasons. And also I'm referring to it because of the miracle side of things, of what A Course in Miracles views as a miracle. Um, and this just really helped me to actually just change my perception. So there are lots of quotes from A Course in Miracles. You probably see Gabby, Kyle Gray, Marianne Williamson quoting. So I'm not gonna quote excerpts because again, <laughs> Um, I'm just not, that's not my style. But essentially I will break down the complex ideas or the complex, oh, what would you call it? Like the beliefs of A Course in Miracles into modern times, into 2022, simple to digest ways. Um, but if you love books that are a lot more in depth and you know, you've really got to think with them, highly recommend reading Marianne's work, highly recommend reading A Course in Miracles Made Easy. And I think it's just nice to look at new concepts. And that for me, it was just actually really, it really intrigued me. Um, and after reading it, I loved it. It's not something I particularly wanted to become a teacher of or massively incorporate into my work, but actually it was really fun and it was great to learn something new. And I had a lot of aha moments. I had a lot of realizations reading that work as well. So um, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. So there are lots of different meanings to a miracle in A Course of Miracles, hence why it's a like 300 page book. But to break down a 300 page book into a very simple, <laughs> easy sentence 
is that a miracle essentially is exactly what Marianne talks in her book, A Return to Love. A miracle essentially is a shift. A miracle in itself doesn't have to be some big, grand, life-changing, massive manifestation or, um, you know, a massive life-changing thing that the universe brings into your life and, oh my God, it's a miracle. Absolutely, those things are. They absolutely are miracles, 100%. But a miracle can be as small as a shift in awareness and clarity or even a just shift in your vibration and your energy and your mood. A miracle can be having a conversation with somebody. A miracle can be a manifestation, definitely. A miracle can be simply returning to that place of peace, returning to that place of love. So the very overall premise of A Course in Miracles is that a return to love, is back to that divine, unconditional love. And that I absolutely do agree with, that I absolutely love and absolutely preach in my work too, 100%. So a miracle when we look at it on the big scale is that return to love. A miracle where we look at it on the physical sense here in the physical plane is very much whatever you deem a miracle to be essentially. You know, if you're feeling funky and you ask the universe to help you to feel better and you do feel better, that's a miracle in action. That's a miracle in progress, you know, that's happened. If you, for instance, are really struggling, you're like, universe, I need a creative solution. I need some help here. And that help comes around, boom, there's a miracle. If you are needing a manifestation to help you with something, boom, there's a miracle. So miracles do surround us every single day. And there is not a capacity or a cap on how many miracles you can receive or any of us can receive. Obviously, the universe is you know, unlimited. There is no caps on manifestations, miracles, good vibes or anything. You know, we are always able to manifest what we would like or what we need. And also miracles can absolutely happen to every single person every day, millions of times over. So now that we know what a miracle essentially is um, and that the universe you know, delivers, attracts, helps us magnetize these miracles to us and that there is no capacity and there is no cap on this, you know, we really need to look at that the universe wants to give us miracles. The universe wants and what we perceive as a miracle is actually co-creation and manifestation in the process. So asking for a miracle can look like prayer maybe, maybe even some people pray. I know sometimes in my life I've prayed um, to the universe, to God, to source, whatever you want to call it. So it can look like a prayer if that's what would feel good to you. It can look like an affirmation. It can look like an intention that you're setting with the universe. It can look like a conversation you're having with the universe, your angels, your spirit guide team. So essentially when we're asking outside of ourselves for support, for guidance, for manifestation, for anything, you know, that is a miracle. We're asking for a miracle, which may not feel like a miracle that, you know, you've you've got an appointment later on today and you really need a good outcome. You've asked the universe for that positive outcome. Boom, there's the positive outcome. That is your miracle. So you may not view that as a miracle on such a small scale, but it is a miracle because you've asked and you've received and you've received something positive, which you anticipated to potentially be a negative. Um, So that's where the miracles really lie, when we can actually shift our perception and actually be optimistic and open to something better, to something positive. 
to a miracle entering into our day and that's what allows us to be a miracle magnet. So to be a miracle magnet, we need to have a miracle mindset, which I'm gonna get into. We need to ask, like I said, we need to ask. And if you're in that place where you're like, Emma, I need a miracle, then ask. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and I think sometimes, like I definitely have this, I don't know about anybody else, but I definitely have this where I'm like, am I asking for too many things? Like, um, where where does it go from like surrendered, detached, letting go to, I've got a whole list universe of stuff, obviously stuff which is needed. Um, I don't tend to write massive lists of I want, I want, well, I don't use that word at all, but essentially I'm always like to the point with my manifesting but I do absolutely each and every day set an intention. I do absolutely ask for miracles if I need them. So I think for me, it's, I think the reason why a lot of people maybe don't ask for miracles as much or they don't perceive that they're asking for miracles so often is because they're like, well, you know, do I really need a miracle? Is this miracle worthy? Or, you know, do I just need to ask for a positive outcome? But even when we're asking for a positive outcome, you know, we're, we're creating miracles, we're attracting that miracle, that shift to us. So, a shift is powerful in itself. And although you may think a shift, how's that a miracle? Actually, that shift of perception, that shift of awareness could massively transform your life in ways that you just can't perceive right now. It's just not clear right now, but you know, a month down the line, two months down the line, a year down the line, you might look back and think, wow, that one shift in awareness, or that one bit of clarity, that prayer I put, or you know, that uh, miracle that I put out there, oh my God, like changed everything. So miracles, big or small, do have a power. They do have impact on our life. And I definitely think asking is such an important step. Of course it is with the law of attraction, but even asking for miracles, I feel like we don't do that enough. Sometimes I know I definitely don't. And, you know, sometimes when I am feeling like, what the heck am I gonna do? gosh, what are the options? Like, what is going on? And I'm in that time of like difficulty or crisis or adversity or just feeling like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? I ask for a miracle and I ask for a creative solution. And if I'm struggling to see a way forward with something, whether it's like a project or whatever, I will ask for a creative solution and I will set the intention and say, universe, please deliver me a creative solution for this, for the highest good of all, with a positive outcome for everybody. And that is really important to ask for. One, you know, the highest good of all, absolutely. Because you want what's meant for you, you want what's for the highest good, and you know, you want the best intentions there, absolutely. But even just asking for a creative solution is powerful because then we open up to the capacity of miracles. We open up to expand and attract miracles to us. And we don't have to suffer in silence. We don't have to figure everything out ourselves. We have a whole amazing spirit team who are there to help and guide us in this lifetime, who are literally our own team, like they're here for us. So whether you ask the universe, whether you ask your spirit team, whether you ask the angels, you know, miracles are available to everybody. The universe wants to give us miracles. And when you are struggling, ask for a miracle, ask for a creative solution because it will always be delivered. And I think as well, like when people probably listen to this, they'll be like, well, this is great, but you know, like where was the universe when this happened or you know, like, I really don't know how a miracle is going to happen here. 
you know, look at, look at your past, look at your life and all the times where you were in times of difficulty or times of struggle or times of um, where you really needed clarity or whatever the situation was, whether you set the intention or not, something always came through, something always came through to help um, something always happened last minute. You know, I have a lot of clients who say like, oh my God, Emma, you won't believe this. Like I was working with you. And then obviously like, you know, I had all these blocks, I had all this stuff. And like, you know, I had a deadline. I had to manifest this by X, Y, Z date. And last minute, as always, miracle came through. And this happens more times than none. This happens more than you can think because normally by the time that the miracle does come in last minute, it's not because it, you know, the universe was like, right, we're going to create a plot twist, a cliffhanger here, and we're going to keep them in suspense. Definitely not. It's all about energy, right? And normally you find by the time that the person has actually authentically let go and surrendered, boom, the miracle comes in. So if you can let go and surrender and ask for the miracle, then you're going to attract it not last minute. I mean, you might, but you know, you're going to attract it so much easily to you within you know, a, a nice time frame because you're in that relaxed, surrendered energy that you need to be in to manifest the miracles. So manifestation absolutely weaves into this and flows into this really easily, absolutely. Um, and that is how anything is brought into our lives through the law of attraction, right? One of the seven laws of the universe. So miracles can be anything that you want them to be really. Um, you know, the big grand message here is a return to love, a return to unconditional love. And yes, it absolutely is. And anytime that we can shift ourselves from feeling funky and we shift ourselves into feeling good, that's a miracle because you've shifted yourself back into the vibration of unconditional love, right? So love absolutely is at the tapestry and at the, you know, underneath this miracle as such. But again, a miracle can be so many things. It doesn't have to be this big, big, powerful, energetic shift where you are like just totally aligned and, you know, amazing. If that is what happens, that is a miracle. Absolutely. And that does happen. But I want you to really expand your miracle awareness to even the small things of, oh, you know, I haven't got like, I don't know, a pound for a shopping trolley or something ridiculous like that. And then you find a trolley with a pound in already at the supermarket. There's a miracle. Like all these little things that we count as manifestations, you know, I do see miracles as like solution orientated or problem solving, right? Um, because normally when we ask for a miracle, we're asking for a solution. We're asking for support or help or guidance, right? Um, so I guess it's like, what do we call a miracle versus what do we call a manifestation? I think they're both, but I guess how I personally differentiate them is through a manifestation is like co-creation and like receiving something which I would like to have in my life. Whereas a miracle I see as more of like support, help, solution-based. So like a problem fixer, problem solver as such, that's probably a terrible description, but that's how I see them anyway. So yes, we're manifesting that miracle to us, but the miracle is really the support. The miracle is really feeling held, feeling supported, receiving that guidance, receiving that clarity, receiving that shift of awareness in whatever way we've asked for that miracle. So 
think back to times in your life where you know like you've been like oh my god we really need a solution we really need this and someone just pops out of nowhere and be like hi yes I do just that um or where you know like the shopping trolley incident or example um or anything you know like the universe does just pop things up in our life right and that's the miracle in itself whether we've asked for it or not you know even if you're in conversation with someone like gosh we really just need someone to come and help us fix this plumbing today and then hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Your friend calls you, oh yeah, my brother's a plumber. Yeah, he could come around and help you. So all these things, they're miracles in action, right? And miracles can happen each and every day, whether they're big, small, And I almost feel like miracles are our support team. They are our spirit team saying, hey, let me help. How can I help you, you know, navigate life easier? How can I help you in this situation? So asking for miracles is a big part of miracles because I feel like maybe we don't ask for them as much because we're so focused on manifestation and we're so focused on achieving goals, life in general, (laughs) um, and everything else that goes on in our world and, you know, in the collective as well, that I think we only focus on miracles when we need a miracle. We only focus on miracles when we need a solution. Um, So the creative solution example is great because then you can always ask for a solution if you need one and you can very easily attract solutions and positive outcomes to you to situations that do feel challenging. So creating a miracle mindset then. So with a miracle mindset, um, it's very much looking for an opportunity. Now, in times of crisis, in times for adversity, in times of difficulty, it can be really, really hard to find an opportunity. And of course, there is circumstances where it's almost impossible to find an opportunity, whether that's loss, death, you know, I'm talking extreme things like that, you know, it can be hard to see an opportunity. But as A Course in Miracles would teach, and this is where I think my 
I kind of have a bit like, oh, because I just feel like sometimes I don't feel it honors every human feeling or every event that happens in life. So this is where I maybe have a few, I'm not sure with the Course in Miracles because there is, like creating a miracle mindset is finding opportunities in times of difficulty. So to give you a real practical example of this, a couple of weeks ago I had COVID as you guys know. Um, And you know, I was pretty ill with it. I was really struggling with it. And nobody really talks about the mental health side of COVID and how it really does impact your mental health. And I actually heard from a scientist that COVID actually, like, depending on the person, obviously, um, sort of like goes for your weak spots. And obviously my weak spots are my mental health and my IBS. So you can bet your bottom dollar. That's exactly what I experienced as my extreme, (laughs) the extremeness of COVID was having depressive episodes after years of having none. And also like IBS was flaring up. Whereas like I've known other people with COVID who were like, yeah, I've got really like bad ears and they were having ear infections. So I do think it homes in. But anyway, this is, I've gone off topic here. But essentially, so I was having like a pretty bad time with my head anyway. And like trying to just keep myself afloat, keep myself going, do some self-loving stuff while I went through that. And then my nan passed away. And obviously being in isolation was really difficult because I couldn't grieve with my family. I couldn't see my family. And it was really, really shit, if I'm honest. Like I said to my client this morning, I feel like I went through a purge. I feel like I went through a purge in itself because there was just so much going on at once and so many feelings and so many emotions. Um, And I couldn't just be with someone. I couldn't just hug somebody. I couldn't just you know, I had to literally sit by myself. Obviously I had Luna who gave me lots of licks and cuddles, of course. Um, But it's just not the same when you want that human connection, right? And I think at those times you really do want that human connection. So for me, I was like, okay, what is the opportunity here? Something really sad has obviously happened, which is, you know, really upsetting. And I'm really having a tough time with my health as well. I can't see anybody. I can't leave the house. What can I do? And I look back at that, you know, week and a half where all of that went on. And I actually look at it with gratitude because I actually had the opportunity to fully stop. I had the opportunity to not work. I had the opportunity to focus on self-care and self-love. I had the opportunity to honour myself and to do the things that maybe I'd been putting off around the house or, um, you know, like watching a show that I've wanted to watch on Netflix for a while, things like that. Like I truly honoured that self-care and self-love fully, which I do each week, but not in a really like immerseful way where I can have a whole day to self-love and self-care or, um, you know, a, a good couple of days or not even where I can just be like a couple of days, right? So when my nan passed in that time as well, you know, I actually had the opportunity to think about all the lovely times we had together when she was alive. I had the opportunity to grieve. I had the opportunity to heal. I had the opportunity to like really give that my full energy. Because if I'd have been working, if I'd have been physically well enough, I don't think I would have given myself that fully. I think I would have taken time off, obviously, and I would have, you know, given myself what I needed, I always do. But I don't think I would have done it in that much of an expansive way. So there's the opportunity in a really sad situation. And it's not necessarily a massive opportunity of 
massive gain or financial or anything at all. Like definitely not when we look at opportunity, but actually the opportunity was I had been craving time off like all throughout January. I had my busiest month, like loads of launches and I was like, oh my God, I really want to relax in February and I got my wish, I got my miracle. Um, And obviously, you know, it was just really unfortunate that my nan's passing. Well, I don't think it was unfortunate because obviously... I had that time, I had that space to fully process, to fully go and grieve, even if I wasn't able to be with my family. So I think I needed that massively to be in that space, to actually have COVID, to really stop me in my tracks and allow me that time. So there's just a really small, you know, like example of opportunity in times of rubbishness. Um, But I want you to just yeah sit with yourself and whatever you're going through now or even if you're reflecting upon things that have happened before think about what the opportunity is there even if it's something small what is the opportunity what are you able to do what is this what is this situation giving you the opportunity to do is it slow down is it rest is it process is it self-love and self-care is it reflection time is it clarity you know it can be so many different things and the miracle in that for me was that self-care that self-love and that rest time to process that was the miracle in it for me so ask yourself what is the opportunity in this because when we can see the opportunity in even the hardest times we're able to shift ourselves so much we're able to see opportunity and see miracles and once you can see the opportunity in everything you start to become more optimistic now i don't want to be all toxic positivity with this definitely not because you know optimism positivity are two very different things And it's not about just being positive all the time and oh, somebody's died, let's be positive. Absolutely not. Process, feel, grieve, whatever the situation is, honouring your feelings is the most positive thing you can do. And optimism and being optimistic is not always looking for the best in every situation or bypassing anything, definitely not. It's actually about honouring. And what I mean by optimism is actually looking for that opportunity and saying, okay, things are really tough right now. Things may not be feeling like they're going my way, but I trust. I trust the universe has a plan. I trust the universe is helping and supporting me at all times. And I'm going to ask for a creative solution. I'm going to look for the opportunity in this to help create the miracle. So that's really where I'm coming from, from optimism of the opportunity may be obvious. It may not. You may have to like dig for that opportunity. Um, Even if it's just the opportunity to think about the opportunity, um, you know, the opportunity may be subtle. It may be really obvious. So again, only you can answer that. But once you can start to see the opportunity in things, you then start to shift your energy. So even if you are going through a tough time, you're able to shift your vibration and shift your energy even just that little bit. And even just that little bit opens up the container for miracles, opens up the space and capacity for miracles to enter your life. So a miracle mindset is not just think positive. Ugh, no. (laughs) A miracle mindset is deeper than that. 
a miracle mindset goes so much deeper because it's feeling, it's healing. And a miracle mindset honors, a miracle mindset feels, a miracle mindset is not about bypassing anything. A miracle mindset is authentically having that awareness. A miracle mindset is authentically aligning to your true self, of your true feelings, what you're going through at that time and saying, okay, I'm here. Here's where I wanna be, point B. Universe, please can I have a creative solution? Universe, please help me with a miracle in this situation. So I feel like when we can ask for miracles and know that that support is there, we see more miracles, obviously, you know, law of attraction, like attracts like. But when you're looking for the opportunity in things and when you are opening up to miracles, asking, having that more aligned mindset of opportunities, you find more opportunities, positive opportunities, because again, you're even in times of crisis thinking, okay, what is the best thought feeling that I can come to right now? What is the opportunity that I can perceive in my awareness right here and now? And it could grow and evolve. Like a week later, you might think, okay, right. Actually, I think that opportunity now is this and it's going up that emotional scale, right? So your opportunity may not stay the same, It could, as you go up the emotional scale and regulate and feel safe and feel a bit more grounded and calmer, then you might see those opportunities change, grow, flourish. So groundedness is also important in a miracle mindset because when we are flustered, when we are freaking out or feeling completely out of control, that is not the best. It's not the best vibe for miracles. It's not the best vibe for manifestation either, right? As we know. So grounding yourself in those moments is so important because you ground into mother earth, you ground into the universe intelligence, you ground into peace, you ground back into that unconditional love. So you're grounding into miracles where you can say, okay, this is out of my control right now. And there's not much I can do, but ask for a miracle. There's not much I can do, but ask for a creative solution. There's not much I can do, but allow this to play out however it's meant to, in whatever capacity that means to you. So grounding in allows you to become centered. It allows you to ground in, regulate your emotions, regulate your nervous system, regulate how you are feeling so that you can naturally let go and surrender and feel a little bit shifted, which is a miracle in itself. So look for the opportunities, ask for the miracles, creative solutions and ground in. And yes, a miracle mindset is looking for opportunities. Yes, a miracle mindset is asking, but a miracle mindset is feeling too. And if you were to really ask yourself, okay, like if I was experiencing miracles and feeling like I'm a miracle magnet, what would that feel like? So let me ask you that. Journal upon this after this podcast. If you were a miracle magnet, what would that feel like? What would that look like? How would you feel and what would be happening in your life for you to feel like a magnet to miracles? So when you can show up, and do those three steps to create your miracle mindset, you will naturally be a magnet to miracles, absolutely. But I really, really feel the strongest, strongest message of this podcast, a message of becoming a miracle magnet is to ask. Because so many of us are scared to ask. So many people 
are like, oh, I don't want to burden the universe. I'm sure the angels have got, you know, a lot on their plate. They don't need me asking for this silly little thing. And we need to remember like (laughs) the universe, it's probably laughing at us as we say that because the universe can deliver so many miracles. There's no cap, there's no limit. There's like, literally it's unlimited and no miracle is too big or too small for the universe. So even if you feel like a burden of like, oh, you know, this is a massive ask, you are so worthy of miracles. You are so worthy of help and support. The universe wants you to know and remember. You're worthy of miracles, queen. You can have miracles anytime you want, queen. All you have to do is ask. And I think for me, that was definitely something along my spiritual journey that I really struggled with because being more of a masculine energy, having that wounded inner child, like receiving support was something I really struggled with and I really had to like do some deep inner work with. So even like asking for that spiritual support, asking for miracles, like I was that person who was like, oh, you know, I've asked for a lot recently. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to look too greedy. I don't want to, you know, this, that and the other. But actually the miracles I were asking for was basically that return to love, basically to feel peace and happy again. And that's never too much of a a big thing to ask for. Definitely not. So I really want to challenge you as you walk away from that, well, come away from this podcast, you might be walking if you're on a walk or running, is to think about how you can become a miracle magnet more. How can you create that miracle mindset? And, you know, we've all had a really tough years with covid with you know mental health being massively affected because of covid and lockdowns etc and you know i know a lot of people do feel a bit more funkier than usual and are really like god i've just really fallen off that bandwagon recently and like i'm just not feeling my sort of like sparkly manifesty self as usual and ask for that miracle if that's where you want to be again there's a miracle waiting for you to claim it there's a miracle waiting to be asked for by you right so ask for a miracle. Don't just manifest, ask for a miracle as well. A creative solution, whatever you want to call it, um, whatever would feel good to you. But think about how you can really cultivate that miracle mindset moving forwards. What can you take away from this podcast that you can go and implement in your daily routine and life to help cultivate that environment for miracles and what miracle can you ask for today i want you to all no matter how big no matter how small ask for a miracle to your spirit team to the universe now or after this podcast today and let me know what happens let me know if this miracle comes in let me know on instagram at i am emma mumford let me know my law of attraction support group over on facebook which is my free group you can join let me know what miracles manifest in your life today this week let me know and Something which can also really help is like keep a miracle log. Um, I obviously talk about abundance logs a lot, which is very similar, but ask for miracles and log them down over a month process. So do week one, week two, week three, week four, a bit like an abundance log and write down all the miracles that you ask for. And if they come, or even just the miracles that naturally come into your life as well. When you're having that um, miracle mindset, you'll notice more natural miracles that also come into your life, maybe even without asking. Maybe you just think, oh yeah, I do need a solution to that today. Boom, there it is, miracle. So 
keep a miracle log over the next four weeks. Let me know how you get on and look at all your miracles after four weeks. You can add, and this is why I always recommend abundance logs because when people aren't feeling abundant, an abundance log is the perfect thing to do because they can really physically and practically see abundance does flow to them every single day. They're just not keeping a track of it. So um, people are always 100% transformed, shifted and shocked when I make them do an abundance log for four weeks because they're like, wow, okay, I am manifesting. And the fact that I'm tracking this is making me manifest even more because I'm so grateful and aware. So do this with your miracles as well, because then you can track this really practically, see the miracles in the physical form on your notebook, your journal, um, and you'll see how a miracle magnet you really truly are queen. So I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please do let me know your thoughts on miracles, your thoughts on A Course in Miracles, and of course what miracles come into your life after you ask for your miracle today. Maybe even this podcast is a miracle for you, who knows? (laughs) So I hope you all have a wonderful week, whatever you're up to. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where I can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a wonderful miracle week, whatever you are up to, Queen, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.